the podcast for women seeking the courage to take the next steps in life. My name is Nellius, the story collector, and I'm on a mission to normalize the emotional cycles all women experience so we can end the patterns of shame and guilt that are leaving us stuck, held back, and disempowered from making the next chapter of our lives magical. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a very special episode of the Courage 1000 Project. Now, as you all know, we usually come to you Wednesday morning, 9 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time, but I just had to had to fit this amazing lady in. So we are here for a very special episode. Um, now, I do want to introduce her, and I apologize if I get your name wrong, lovely, the pronunciation, because I am going to let you say it properly in a moment, but first... Let me see if I get this right. Um, I would love to introduce to you Evelyn Van S, who is an international business and life coach, sparring partner, speaker, and the published author of Be Relentlessly Yourself. And she's already shown me the cover of her book. It's amazing. Her passion is to inspire and help her clients achieve tangible results from the heart that last a lifetime. Absolutely love those words. She works with both entrepreneurs and senior professional professionals that feel somewhat stuck and are often in search of fulfillment. Now she has a ton of other qualifications to go with that, but I'm just super excited to get into the chat. So I'm going to bring her on right now. Hello, hello. And did I do your name justice? You did a really good job. Actually, in Dutch, we would pronounce it as Evelyn, but a lot oh, of people, yeah, Evelyn van Es. So uh, it's lovely to be here in this early morning. <laughs> yes, very early for you, late afternoon for me, but we make it work, don't we? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. When there is a will, there is always a way. Always, yeah. Now, we've already kind of jumped into the conversation before we started recording, but you are specifically here to talk about how you unraveled who you are and learn how to stay true to yourself. And I love that we've already kind of touched. There's a bit of a spiritual background happening in there as well. Yes. So I'd love to know, where did this all start for you? Where did your story begin? Well, that's, that's um, I, I, you know, I was grown up in a family where I was taught how to really, you know, be serious about building up a career. And especially as a young girl to learn how to be independent and to be financially independent. And so what I did is really bravely, um, although I'm quite a creative soul myself, um, I just followed the path of expectation where I was building up my, you know, after school, my career, did two two universities. Um, and when I finished school, I started making that career in the corporate world, um, change management in leadership roles. And actually, my true heart always went out to the people that I was leading in my teams, the individuals and the teams. And that was something that I truly loved. But there was so much around it that could actually be stolen from me. And um, But I still did it because it was just part of the deal. But I always had that nagging question um, that was kind of beneath the surface about this cannot be all, you know, there's something missing. Mm -hmm. And I was constantly having that feeling about, is there something else out there and what's next? And I was extremely impatient. And um, I also felt that that creativity that was within me, I, I couldn't, I couldn't, you know, find a way to use that in my both actually in my professional life as well as in my private life because also in my private life I've always been kind of searching I felt restless and and that was really my journey in life for quite a long time and then we all have these moments in life that 
you know, waken us up. And yeah, for me, yeah. that was a two-step road into entrepreneurship. Once in 2006, which is 15 years ago, when I decided, you know, I had, I had two young girls and I wanted to step in into entrepreneurship to be free and to, to create that life that I wanted. But I was still working as an interim manager um, aligned with that corporate world. And I needed another, I think it was eight or nine years before I just completely took the leap when my partner back then uh, got sick with cancer. And that was really my wake up call where I thought, I'm not going to waste waste any more time in my life. And I'm just going to jump in and do what I truly want and follow my heart. And um, I can see it as a huge gift now, looking back, that I was able to to get that chance because I needed that push somehow in my life to be able to really step up and follow my heart. So that's just, you know, in a bigger picture, how my life went as a roller coaster and the really deep dive into myself actually started back then when I started my own coaching business and really work with people. And, and then there's no way to get around yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. Once you step into supporting others, your own stuff is like mirrored right back at you. Know, You've got no choice but to face yeah. your stuff. And I think it's because our heart is in it to help them. Yes. And because we want to help them so badly, it's like, well, I have to work on myself in order to help you the way you need that help. And it's yeah. that beautiful journey that plays out. Absolutely. And you're always a couple of steps ahead of your clients. And that's how it works. You know, you attract the people that that need you and that can learn from you. And um, but I think that's, you know, the the great gift about being an entrepreneur is that you it allows you to really to really show up and you have to show up and you have to take up your you, to occupy your space. I even talk about it in my book how important that is because only when you really truly go deep and get to the core of your being and to translate that into your business that's what gives you true fulfillment and that's what we all are looking for everybody's looking for that feeling that we do something that gives us that feeling that we're whole as yeah. a as a person and 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 as a soul actually and that's that's i think the the biggest gift in my life that I've been able to travel my journey so far to get to that point where I really feel like I love what I do. I really love it. And I feel deep love for my clients. And I do that at a certain level that I've never felt before. And this is the way you can, you know, you can really create magic, not only for your own life, but for so many lives of other people that you're helping. Oh, I love that. I love that. And I love what you were saying in the beginning too because it's something so many corporate women experience. They feel stifled by their jobs because there's so much more creativity they can give to the world and yet there's also a part of them going, I'm meant for more than this. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, mm -hmm. and it needs courage. That's what, you know, what your, what your yep. podcast is all about. It needs courage and it's... It's, you know, there is no easy way to do that. You have to just step out and go and yeah. find that that deep trust within you that, you know, yeah. that you will not drown and that you will, you know, stay up and and and, and find your way. And that's that's yeah. I think that's the beauty of it is that, um, you know, I, I, I always like to take 
risks somehow and, and to step up because that's, too, yep. <laughs> that's that's experiencing life and that's really experiencing and, and getting to that core and to remember who you truly are. Yeah. From There's the that core. spark of excitement within the risk where you go, oh, hang on a second. Yeah. I remember something here. Yeah. There's something really cool about what I'm about to do. And like yeah. maybe it's the adrenaline hit, <laughs> but at the same time, it's the adventure of exploring something new and discovering something new about yourself in that process. Absolutely. Yeah. And and oh. I you know and that that really is a learning journey I have every single day, is that um, you know the book that I wrote, um, the title "Be Relentlessly Yourself." Actually, I have it here, so I can. Oops, yes, it looks see. awesome. It's an awesome, <laughs> awesome cover. <laughs> Be relentlessly yourself and take on life. And for me, that is such an important um, expression because it really is, and especially about so many women. Because what I do in this book, I talk about so many topics. For example, emotions that. We feel like we shouldn't be doing this or we shouldn't be saying this. We shouldn't be acting as if we're this and that. And I think just allowing yourself to be in respect um, to others, but completely yourself and not be afraid of the consequences of what you say. Um, but if you stay true to yourself and you practice daily and really understanding what am I doing? What am I saying? Well, is there any fear? Am I choosing fear over love instead of the other way around? And how do I deal with people when I walk around in the street? And, and when I see someone that says hi, or maybe someone that doesn't, and how do I react on that? And why is that? And just by everything that you do to really understand yourself and to understand what your thoughts behind the thoughts are that you're thinking because that's really leading for the life that you live and I think that entire game as you could call it actually is so freaking interesting it is so interesting and I think that's a challenge for each of us every day is not it doesn't have anything to do with being egocentric but it has all to do with living a life of self-awareness and by doing that that's the only way we can really give our gift to the world and to many others to um mm, i love know. that and i love that you touched on ego because that's one of those things where we're told ego is bad that you can't be egotistic and yeah. yet we all have ego for a reason so i love Absolutely. that you said that it's about the self-awareness of the ego and then choosing which way you go. Because let's face it, ego can serve us if we use it in a constructive way. Yeah, and here chapter nine, it's called? A healthy ego, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I knew we were on the same wavelength. <laughs> yeah, because it, that is true. Some people, because the other day I was reading something about someone and he was really talking about ego as something bad. No, because ego tells us a lot what is really going on. It's it's mm -hmm. very valuable mirror. But and of course there is a you know part about the ego that you don't want to be because ego is not who you truly are. It doesn't have anything to do with your soul. But our behavior and our emotions are extremely important to take serious because they are, you know, a sign of what what is really beneath there, yeah. underneath there. Yeah. And it's, um, I like to refer to our ego more like our inner monsters. Yeah. But then our inner monsters are just little kids. They're yeah. little kids trying to protect us. So they come through in our behaviors. Yeah. 
So it's like our little kid going, no, I don't want that to happen, so I'm going to behave like in, like a crazy person right now yeah. so you pull away from me and then I keep myself safe. Absolutely. But then the adult yeah. version of us has to go, oh, hang on, I can see my little child playing games here. I need you to step aside because I'm a grown-up and I'm going to step forward and deal with this. So for me, like ego is kind of this beautiful little kid within us it yeah. just needs love. It's nothing yeah. to be shamed or pushed aside or is wrong. It just yeah. needs some love. Yeah, absolutely. And I love the comparison with a little kid within us because I think in many other aspects it's so important to, to see that inner child within us because if I look at my own life, I think many, many years that I somehow denied the inner child within me you know, in the in, in the family I grew up on in, in and, and later on, also looking at my social life, I just, it didn't feel like it was, you know, with friends, I needed more, you know, deepness in a relationship. I was never the, the mother, you know, at the, at the, at the schoolyard, you know, having chit chat about this and that. I always wanted to have a conversation that was really meaningful and that was deep and that was, and so you, but then that's part of your inner child, but also that playfulness, because I also have that part within me, you know, that yeah. can be, can act crazy. And, you know, why should we all lose that? Because I think that's just the gift about being relentlessly yourself is also to, you know, it, it that's ageless. It doesn't matter if you're 20, 30, 40, 50, or, you know, 60, 70, you know, be that inner child every once in a while but then you know being the adult that is also the observer and that can see what you're doing and that you know that knows about what you know what the impact of that is but um yeah i love it i love it and i love that we've already sort of touched on emotions because yeah. part of the courage 1000 project is about normalizing the emotional cycles that all yeah. women go through because to me that's how we can take control of our life Absolutely. If we know that it's normal for us to go through these cycles, deal with things the way we deal with it, yeah. and that everybody does it, it's not such a big leap then to find that courage to move forward. So I would love to know, have you found any cycles, emotional cycles that you tend to go through? Oh, absolutely. I've been through, you know, I've been through emotional cycles. And I think even um, because I wrote my book last year in 2020 during COVID time, actually, I started writing it in March and it was published this year in 2021. And um, I think that the, the two years before that, or actually four years before that, I was in a relationship where myself where I was not being relentlessly myself. I was hiding behind someone and I was struggling and that build up into such a huge emotional roller coaster for me where I really felt like in the end I did choose for myself and I stepped out of that re relationship and for me that was really um, a huge actually beautiful way in how my you know emotions went through that because it really felt in the beginning as if my life fell apart you know it's just something yeah. that I've been working on so hard and even though I know extremely well that you you know of course you know I, I love my work and I do it with a lot of dedication but 
it just flows, you know, as as a, as as writing a book, it, you know, it's it's written through you. It's something that's created out of pure inspiration. That's how it works. And somehow I ended up being in a relationship where I was doing completely the opposite. I was working on it, and I was really it was a huge battle, and it was painful from the beginning until the ending. But then how I got into my emotional cycle after that in being in grief and but then really opening up and sharing about it and I had a couple of people in my environment but I was really open with it was just beautiful how, how I could see myself healing and then ended up in really you know getting to the corporate but being that observer and I was and I think that was beautiful about this experience a couple of years ago is that I was able to see and understand extremely well about what was going on in my emotional cycle. And I think that was the first time I was being so clear in observing about what was going on. And I could see myself, you know, getting out way stronger and making deliberate choices that oh I was not ever going to be and step in any situation where I was hiding between uh, behind someone but I wanted to live a life do not only the work that I do but also be in a relationship in the future where I would allow myself only to be relentlessly myself and that's actually what I'm doing now and that's amazing not being afraid of speaking up and saying everything you want to say and just being extremely grounded in your own core and not that you know there's not anything that's gonna you know take me away from that you know that point in the middle of the circle where i am now and i think that we need these painful experiences and it doesn't matter if it's you know job related or if it's privately in your family or your relationships I think these are all wonderful opportunities for us to really take that deep dive and to understand ourselves and to see what is going on and to, and to, and as I just mentioned, I think it's important to, to mention that again about the choices that we have and it's understanding how to make these heartfelt choices because we all have these soul nuggets throughout the day. And of course, you know, and I think Melly, you have it maybe in your way, I have it in my way, but understand the way that these nuggets these inspirational insights that we have how they get to you and how you can take them seriously and act on it act on it when the opportunity arises and i think that's that's i think that's that's probably you know the job in my um life is about doing that understanding that and understanding my at a deeper level and everything that i create and do that is a result of that is just actually you know that's not the the core of what your your life is all about. It's about you know staying staying pure um, and 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 in connection with your soul. Mm, I love that. I love that, and I love everything you've just said. Highlights the journey that women go through. So you started off seeking freedom but feeling stifled. And then you had to claim your freedom. You had to step forward and go, no, I am claiming this. I want freedom and choices, which to me is the first stage we go through. Then you went into the second stage, which is mothering yourself and going, no, I'm amazing. I love myself. This is awesome. I can look after myself. I have the capability to do that. 
And then you moved into that self-reflection phase, which is stage three. And I have no doubt there would have been a bit of anger in there as well at some of the choices Absolutely. you had made. <laughs> um, and then after that, you went into this highly intuitive stage, which is where the book flow, flew through, flowed, flew, yeah. whatever it is, it came through you. <laughs> And then after the book, you stepped into this beautiful sorceress phase, the final stage, which is where you're moving forward, you're taking action. Absolutely. And it's all in alignment with everything that's happened. Yeah. Oh, I love yeah. it. I love yeah, it. and it's, it's beautiful what you see, and especially because then um, the reason that Chapter 3 actually is, is starting off, Chapter 3 and 4 in my book about emotions and also about anger, that is extremely important because I was in that relationship where I was not allowed to express anything that was outside of you know the loving and, and the sweet and Evelyn that I I you know that's also part of me. But I think that's so important to allow us to express what is within you. And you know, and it you know, if it doesn't resonate with the people that you're around with, or if, if you feel like there's you know, so much anger coming up, then it's just a sign that the sign that there is something going on and that you should act on it. And I think that's what we we do very often is just just neglecting what is being, you know, mirrored by our, our environment, by our surroundings. And and I think that's and that's that's you know, and I think looking back at my life, you know, I can see every experience as a huge gift because I've learned from it and it helped me to understand myself and and be who I am today. And I think also that is really important because when I work with especially the women in my practice, I see that they give themselves such a hard time about what they did wrong or what they should have been doing and all of that. And I think first step is letting go of that and to be gentle with yourself and to, you know, to forgive yourself and to truly love yourself for everything that you do, because you made that decision back then with the best of your ability and the best of what you were in that situation thought was, was right. And if you do that, how can you ever be giving you yourself such a hard time? But it's, it's to, and to learn to be not as forceful and, and as rude in our thoughts and our words about how we, how we think about ourselves. Yeah. I always like to look at it. Would you say that to your best friend? And yeah. if the answer is no, why are you saying it to yourself? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I, I, I even have that example in my book also, but it is, you know, if, if, you, if you think about sometimes the words you think or the thoughts you think about your self and if, if you know i would have to say that to you for example some people yeah. wouldn't even be able to you know to say the words because they're so embarrassed but why do we do it to ourselves crazy yeah. and i love doing the mirror exercise where you stand in front of the mirror and you say those words to yourself yeah and you can see the the, the untruth in it that when you say them out loud they're not real words they're, they're not your truth uh, and all of a sudden it's like they lose power over you yeah. yeah, it's so much fun when we get to play in that space. <laughs> Absolutely, because then you see really, then it really sinks in and then you see what you're doing and you can see how harmful it is and that you can also see that that way of thinking and these words that you're speaking, it's not part of your soul because your soul is pure love. Yes. And, you're, and, and I think the only fear we should have in life is actually the fear of fear. 
because there is, you know, fear, it's, it's not part of her soul. And I think yeah. that to really understand what is personality, what is, you know, part of that ego that we just talked about and what really is your soul. And I think that's, yeah, that's, that's extremely fascinating. Oh, I love that part of life too. I find it so fascinating. And especially when people can channel their soul and it comes no. through so clear and crisp and all the words they say are beautiful and empowering. When you can see that playing out, it becomes very obvious what's personality and what is soul. You Absolutely. can't deny the existence of it anymore. No, 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 no. Oh, I love it. Okay, we have one final question to wrap us up. If okay. you could go back and see yourself at the very beginning with everything you know now, what would you yeah. say to yourself? Back oh, then? yes. It's a big one, oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, um I I think I think it would be is that what I experience is that life is getting better every single year. <laughs> <laughs> that there, that it really is, and sometimes I, I actually today I have a client who's he's still quite young. He's in his twenties, and uh, and um, and sometimes I have clients around their twenties or thirties, and when they consider themselves old, I you know it really makes me laugh because it you know and so I think it's about life is getting better when when you grow old because you grow in confidence and that inner wisdom grows. And I think also one thing is that I am being impatient and wanting to rush things. I think that will, maybe that will be the most important one that I would tell myself is that, sweet little Evelyn, please slow down, take your time, you'll get there. And it doesn't matter when or as quickly. And you, you're not, you know, you cannot speed it up yourself, but please take your time. And I think that that probably is the biggest gift that um, that I found later in life is to really slow down. So many people that I'm coaching that are still in that rat race, still in that corporate surroundings, and are they really? There are so much in that pace of of constantly going ahead, full speed. But you can only get to a point where you can see yourself for who you truly are, and to be relentlessly yourself if you slow down, and if you can really see. What is happening? And to be that observer. And that's why, you know, in my morning ritual, I go out and I do my walking, I do my writing in the morning, I do my reflecting. And that's the way I start a healthy day. And and by doing that, you know, it, usually I don't start my meetings before 10 o'clock in the morning because I, that's just the way I keep myself centered. I keep myself sane and I keep myself in that position where I can add value to my clients and to be the person that feels good from within. And so um, I think that time gift is probably the most important one, Melly. I love it. I love it. And it's such a strong message that if we did slow down, we would experience so much more. We would absorb it. Yeah. And, like, we could get into a whole conversation about not reliving the same cycles over and over again then. Absolutely. Because yeah. we'd slow down enough to process what was happening. So I think that's yeah. beautiful wisdom to give little Evelyn. Do <laughs> 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 yeah. we have to wrap up the show because we're reaching the half hour mark? So I would like to say a huge, huge thank you for coming on. 
And um, for anybody who would like to get in touch with you, all your details will be below the video. So if you're listening on the podcast versions, you will find her details in the description. And if you're watching this on one of our awesome social media channels, you'll also find her links below the video as well. So thank you so, so much for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure. (laughs) Oh, likewise, Melly. It's lovely to have my morning tea with you and to uh, to have this conversation. So thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. You're welcome. And now we're going to let you get to start your morning routine because yes. we've kind of bypassed you. <laughs> and sorry, we've had a few little technical difficulties there, but we're back. <laughs> So join us again next week as we continue on this mission of collecting stories of courage so you can find the inspiration to take control of your life the feminine way. If you'd like to join me on my mission to normalize the emotional intuitive cycles all women go through, join my free community at nellies.com.au.